Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gay Mass. Thanks for joining me tonight on the show. Thought I would kick it off with a little Irene Cara from the 80s. That song always made me feel happy and just hopeful and whatever. So, and gay. So, how much more appropriate could I be than to play Flashdance's theme song tonight on the show? So, anyway, here I am here on Gay Mass. Thanks for listening. If you're listening live or listening in the archives, wherever you're listening from, thank you for listening to my show. I appreciate all of you, all of you listeners, and, um, I um, hope that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, if you, sorry, <laughs> if you ever have any um, comments or anything you wanted to tell me, you can always email me at info, info at offlimitsshow.com or Twitter, tweet me at, on Twitter at offlimitsshow or on Facebook, you can join my Facebook page, offlimitsshow or offlimitsradio. And you can also, of course, find me on spreaker.com, iHeartRadio and also on iTunes. Uh, and by the way, my iTunes thing, it's not working lately. It hasn't broadcast in a while and I figured out why. So I'm going to have to fix that shortly soon, hopefully. So it'll, the most recent shows will populate there in the next uh, few weeks, hopefully. So just, uh, bear with me if you're, if you'd like to listen on iTunes. Um, and of course, as always, you can go to offlimitsshow.com where you can read my blog, uh, where there's more information there and things I'll say there that I don't always see on the show. And also, uh, listen to all of my shows. By the way, if you listen to my show on iHeartRadio, um, you won't hear all of the shows. You'll have to listen to, um, you just get a small selection of the shows, uh, for Off Limits. So if you actually want to hear all of my shows, you can always go to offlimitsshow.com and you can listen to all the shows from this year forward. Um, or you can always listen to all of my past 200 plus shows or 300 plus shows now, I think, um, on Spreaker.com as well. So, um, wherever you want to listen, however you listen, I appreciate it. By the way, the call-in number for the show is 214-377-0481. You can also call in using Skype if you want by, uh, dialing off limits show on there. So, um, however you want to call in, if you want to call in, feel free. I'm happy to talk to you. So anyway, um, so several things to talk about tonight on tonight's game ass show. Um, before I start talking about the typical gay sh- show topics, I wanted to um, remind you all that uh, next week uh, here on Off Limits uh, Gay Mass Show, we're going to have the illustrious Coco Peru on the show. going to talk to her and um, find out what she's all about and what makes her tick and uh, get down to the nitty gritty with her. Hopefully she will be... Um, able to make it last time she couldn't make it because she was sick which is completely understandable um but uh, hopefully she'll be here this coming sunday as she promised so um we'll get to talk to her have a lot of things to talk to her about and ask her about uh things i've always wanted to know and things that i think you would want to know um if you don't know who she is be sure to uh google her and you can find out all about her she's an awesome 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 drag queen and a performer. She's more than just a drag queen. She's a performer. She's a true performer, a true artist, and a true um, comedian, or comedian, as the case may be, and a true uh, actor, actress, just just really a real, real, really talented individual. So um, not your typical drag queen, and that's why I like her so much. So be sure to listen to that show. Then the following week, we're going to have <clears throat> Jack McEnroth, McEnroth from um, Project Runway, Hottie McHottie on the show, talking to him about uh, his life and uh, 
uh, what he's doing lately, his projects. And the week after that, we have another um, interview with the um, with somebody that has been part of. Uh, well, you'll see. I'll just I'll tell you about next week. Anyway, so we're we're gonna have several interviews this month. So this is like our I guess this is our sweeps 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 month, sweeps month or something. <laughs> I can't talk. This is our sweeps month apparently. So we're gonna have um, all the the best interviews of the year this month, hopefully. And I hope you'll be listening. And by the way, if you do want to call into the show during those interviews, you can call in and you can talk um, to the person on the phone. If uh, if we end up taking calls, I'm not sure if I'm going to or not, but I think I'm going to. It just depends on what part of the show I do it. So if you if you have a question for them, you can always call in to the number I mentioned earlier, two one four three seven seven zero four eight one. Leave a message with your question before the show, anytime between now and uh, this coming Sunday at um, at six p.m. Central, and uh, I will play your question on the show and ask Coco Coco Peru to answer it for us. <clears throat> the same goes for Jack McEnroth and any other interviews we have on the show. So, and also if you just want to ask me a question, if you want advice on something, you want a free tarot card reading, cause you know, I do that kind of just for fun. Then you can also um, do the same and leave a message there. And I'll also answer your question on, on the, uh, the show. So if you want to be on the show and uh, you don't want to call in directly, you can always go about it that way as well. So feel free. Now I have, um, I told you, if you listen to my last, like on Friday, I think it was, was Friday or Saturday. I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday, I ended up going to a casino. Now, this was my first time at a casino ever in my entire life. I've never in my life been to a casino. So um, it was uh, an experience for me because, um, you know, I'm not really the casino type in, in a lot of ways, you know. Um, and if you want to, if you want to call there to be a type or whatever, I guess you'd say it's someone who smokes a lot and, uh, drinks a lot and gambles a lot. Right. And I'm not a gambler really. And generally speaking, and, um, I don't smoke and I don't, uh, drink much. So, um, it was interesting. So my, my friends and I, and my husband went up to, um, we drove over up to the Windstar casino in uh, Oklahoma. And, um, this was the first time I've been to Oklahoma in like 15, 16, 17 years. Okay. I don't go to Oklahoma unless I absolutely have to go. And the only reason we chose that particular casino was because it was the closest one to Dallas. The, it was an hour and a half, maybe, or hour, 15 minutes max from Dallas. Um, the, the other one, uh, the other closest one is like five hours away, which is in, um, which is in um, uh, Louisiana. There's another one in, in Oklahoma as well, but it's not as nice as the one we went to. So anyway, we went to the Windstar Casino. We went there, drove up there. It was me, my husband, my uh, good friend, and his, uh, actually our friend of ours as well. So it was four of us, three guys and a girl. And so we went up there and uh, we gambled and you know we mostly played the penny slots and the dollar slots or whatever. I played a couple dollar slots and I didn't like playing the dollar slots because my money just kept dwindling down farther and farther. But of course, the dollar slots, you have more of a chance to win money, of course. So I think next time I'll try that. But um, I played the penny slots and I went in there and uh, spent, you know, um, money as in, there's it's a huge, it's a mile long, the whole place is a mile long. And um, spent money on the penny slots. Anyway, in the end, I ended up $130 up. So I ended up beating the the house, generally speaking. <laughs> so um, it was fun, and I, I I just loved seeing the money roll in and winning and whatever. I didn't win a lot of money. I could have stayed if we'd stayed and we had 
continued to play the slots that were paying out and continued to really try to gamble. I'm sure I could have won more money, but it was just for fun. It wasn't like we were there to like get rich or anything, but you know, just a hundred bucks is that's a nice little dinner. So for two, so, uh, it was nice. Um, so, but the other thing was, it was so uh, bad there because it was so, there's so much smoke. Oh, wait a minute. There's somebody in the chat room here. Hold on a second. Hey, Angela, how are you? What's going on? Yeah, I was in Oklahoma this week, uh, weekend on Friday with me and a couple, a few friends, actually three friends or two friends of my husband rather. Um, and yeah, I won, I only won 130 bucks, but I won that, that was on the penny slot. So I did win. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was in Oklahoma. We went to the Windstar Casino up there. So um, I'm talking to Angela Truth in the uh, chat room here. Um, but anyway, the thing that I had the issue with though was the um, uh, the uh, the smoke. You know, in Texas, first of all, Texas doesn't have casinos. We don't have a. We're not, you're not allowed to gamble in Texas that way or have casinos. So um, although that's probably going to change soon, but. <clears throat> um, so we have to go to, to Oklahoma to, try to do that. And, and in Texas, they wouldn't allow you to smoke or, or, or anything inside. Uh, but it was uh, horrible there. We went in there and literally by the time I left, my, I was choking on, I was just choking. I mean, there was so much smoke and it wasn't like a lot of smoke. Like it was, you couldn't see, I mean, it was dissipating in the air, but it was, there were so many people smoking and stuff, even though it was not something visible it was, it was something I felt, you know, I smelled. And so, um, by the time we left, I was just like, my throat was, was, um, sore and my throat was like raw and, and irritated and it was just horrible in my eyes. And I was just, blah, and I was like full of like, blah, you know, it was disgusting. So, um, but anyway, the atmosphere was okay. I mean, each, each section was named after a different uh, place in Europe, like Madrid, Spain, or not Madrid, Spain, <laughs> Madrid's in Spain, <laughs> Madrid, Venice, uh, Paris, New York City, um, London, so on. So there were like seven or eight of those and they were all themed. Yeah, Cairo was one of them. And so we went to each section and we, we gambled a little bit in each section, all of us. And so we were there. And the funny thing is, you know, this was my first time at a casino. So I did not realize how fast time flies. I mean, first of all, it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. All of us did. And, um, we, uh, uh realized we got there at like noon or one, maybe it was like noon, I think maybe something like that. And, when we were finished, we looked down at my watch and it was five thirty. You have no concept of time inside these places. It's so dark and you're in another world that you have no idea how much time you're spending there and how much money you're spending there. Um, but it was, it was okay. But so it just amazed me that the fact that we didn't have a clue of how much time had passed. So, so anyway, um, so we, uh, what was I saying? Um, Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Um, so I was going to say something else, make a point. Um, oh, yeah. So I always thought when you go to a casino, they give you free drinks and stuff, you know, so you'll spend more money or whatever. And um, what I, But no, not here. This, none of the drinks were free. Each drink was like four bucks or something like that. And so nothing was free. And um, you, we got like a little player card to keep points or something. I don't know. I haven't even checked what points I have, if any. But you rack up points, you get free drinks and free food and free hotel stay, whatever. Anyways, after that, we left and we went to eat at the hotel's um, restaurant. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but anyway, it was pretty good. It was all right. And we came home. 
and so um, that was my that was my Friday night, and, uh, and we went to the park today, this the Clyde Warren Park downtown yesterday. I mean, uh, on Saturday, and hang out there, and we um, came home, and I I bought a karaoke machine, and we all sang karaoke, and it was so much fun, and. By you know, and actually, I can carry a tune, but by the time we got to like the twentieth song, I'd sing. I, I couldn't sing anymore. My throat was completely, my voice was completely gone, and so I <laughs> had no voice, and so I couldn't reach any of the notes anymore. So it was a little embarrassing, but but it was fun. So I did that, and um, and uh, I don't know. We just had a really good weekend. So I had a lot of fun. It was great fun. So here I am today talking to you on Gay Mass. So now that you know about what my weekend was like, I'm going to continue to talk about what's going on in the gay world, which is the whole point of this show. So what's going on in gay the gay world today? Well, um, first of all, I wanted to tell you, I do watch Looking, and I didn't watch it. Usually I report to you on Looking each week on Gay Mass, but this week I haven't watched it yet. I, it's on my TiVo, but I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch it after the show. <coughs> so I don't know what's happened yet, but... Um, one of the stars, uh, one of the stars of the show. Hold on, I'm having an issue here. Um, let me take a break, come back, and I'll continue with the the gay news. Okay, I'll be right back. Oh, Oops. okay. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oops. She had it all in the bag. So she should have been glad. But she was mad. 
So we're back. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of a coughing fit there. Sorry. <laughs> um, so here I am uh, back on the show. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Hopefully I'm okay now. Um, <clears throat> I think it's that cigarette smoke. Honestly, I mean, since Friday, I've been sort of like, Ugh. anyway, back to the show. So anyway, um, I was talking about looking and um, on the show looking, uh, the, the, the actor, his name is Murray Bartlett, who plays a Dom. <clears throat> talked to him in a recent interview um, about with Butt Magazine. Yes, the name of the magazine is Butt. I've never heard of it, but that's the name of the magazine. <laughs> uh, talked about his uh, faking orgasms and his opinion on uncut men. And he says in the interview that <clears throat> he says in the interview that uh, that you know it doesn't really matter to him if a man's cut or uncut. He doesn't have a preference. Uh, but really what matters is who it's attached to, which I thought was a nice thing. And he sounds like a really nice guy. The first time I'd ever seen him was in Sex and the City uh, years ago, like 2000, early 2000s, 2001, 2, 3, something like that. And he uh, played Car- Carrie's uh, good friend who kind of was replacing her previous friend um, for a, an episode anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, <clears throat> her kind of gay hag or whatever. And so... Um, uh, but he was in that, and I thought he was very attractive and cute then. Uh, but he's from Australia, and he's really cute and really nice looking, and seems like a really nice guy. So um, he seems to be gay too. I mean, according to what this interview says, he's definitely gay, and what he said in the interview. Um, but if you have never seen Looking, definitely check it out. Uh, like I said, I'll report on it again next week. It's a great show. Um, definitely check it out because it's worth watching. Unless you're expecting like just a bunch of sex and it's not all about that. All right. So um, as you well know, Arizona <clears throat> has passed both houses of their state Senate and house or whatever. A law about, um, about uh, preventing anyone or allowing any establishment to refuse service to anyone based on religious, a religious basis. Now um, when it comes to that, I guess it's uh you know, I've talked about this before. I talked about this law before when I thought about it. But I wanted to say, you know, when if you're going to re, if you're going to refuse people based on a religious basis, pretty much anybody can refuse anybody based on anything. And secondly, even though this is probably something that their stupid, ignorant, bigoted uh, governor, the governor of Arizona, Jan Brewer, is probably going to pass, even though she's been asked many times to veto this very discriminatory bill. Uh, they, she's probably going to pass it because she's a very, she's a tea partier and very, um, very anti everything that's liberal. Uh, so it's probably going to happen, but fortunately, if that does happen, most likely it's going to be challenged by the federal government because it's, um, infringing upon the rights of a class of people. Um, so hopefully this is going to force the hand of the government to step in and it will squelch any, future attempts at this. There were other attempts in other states recently at the same time, actually, Oklahoma being one of them, I think, trying to pass a law um, to uh, discriminate against people 
based on religious reasons. <clears throat> now, everybody has the right to their free, freedom of religion, but no one has the right to take away someone's civil rights or their human rights. And that's the difference. So, um, you know, you're free to believe what you want. And if you don't want to serve someone because of your religious beliefs, that's your problem, not the person that you're discriminated against. So I get really tired of hearing this bullshit, but unfortunately, you know, like I said, in my previous show about this, it's like, it's like a new Jim Crow. It's for, for gay people instead of for blacks. And, um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, they're trying to do the same exact things that were done to gays or to um, blacks in the civil rights era. So hopefully um, this will be squelched and things will go away because it's just fucking ridiculous. And I'm, I, for one, am sick of these attempts to curtail the rights of gay people just because people don't like us or don't agree with us or whatever because they're stupid religious bullshit belief systems. So whatever. Uh, and I was reading also an article about there have been five gay hoaxes in this past year that have fooled we gay people. Now, being gay, you know, we try to, at least I myself do, try to always um, <clears throat> have some somewhat of a uh, uh, <laughs> um, be a good role model for uh, the community. Um, I am definitely abrasive and definitely in your face and definitely say what I think and all of those things, yes. And so some people take offense to that, but that's their fucking problem. Um, and that doesn't make me a bad person, though, or a bad represent representative of the gay community if my message is on point, which I think it is. <clears throat> However, there are always going to be people in the gay community that embarrass us. And one of the hoaxes that was mentioned was um, that of Dana Morales. She was dishonor dishonorably discharged from the army um, and she became a waitress. And she she's a lesbian from New Jersey. Um, and she's now considered one of America's most hated gays um, because she lied about receiving a nasty note in place of a tip at a restaurant where she worked. And actually, on a show that I did previously called The Crew, um, we had discussed this exact uh, topic on one of our shows and how horrible it was. And, um, and so she makes a fool out of not only the establishment at which she works and the people that left did leave her an actual tip, but also – out of the entire gay community in the world, <clears throat> it makes us look really bad uh, to think that someone would do that. Now, that that's, but in, in, another, in another sense, if someone looks at it the right way, you can see that the gay community is just like every other community. We have a bunch of assholes as well. Um, and she ended up getting sent over $3,000 in sympathetic donations, which she failed to return most of those. And so it was really just a scam all, all along and just, you know, really horrible thing <clears throat> for attention. And it's really sad. Um, but it is, uh, you know, it is, does it, like I said, illustrate the fact that there are gay idiots just like there are straight ones. Uh, there was another one um, with JFK's great, JFK's grandson uh, having been quote unquote outed by the Yale Bulldog, which is their paper there. Um, and um, <clears throat> he's really cute or whatever, but he's not gay. Um, hours after the story broke, the article was written by someone, it turns out, that impersonated him online. He didn't write the article, and he's not gay. So, uh, and it was done by his Twitter account. So it, it, that didn't happen as well. And then there was lesbian Sarah Bray, who got our attention last November when she claimed she was barred from visiting her partner, Jennifer Clemmer's hospital room. Now, this is uh, a real issue for many gay couples across the nation, <clears throat> specifically in states that don't recognize gay marriage. 
or gay relationships at all sometimes, um, where, you know, your partner, your husband, your, your, your wife, whatever, are in the hospital room dying or in, in critical condition or a bad condition, and the uh, nurses or the staff of the hospital will not allow you to see your partner because you're not a next of kin or family member, they say, like a blood member, relative or whatever, or married. <clears throat> well, if you can't get married in that state, you can't fulfill that requirement, obviously. So, um, so oftentimes we are barred from seeing our, our loved ones, even though we are the closest person to them if by, if, if the hospital's a bigoted one or whatever. So anyway, um, she said, you know, at the time she said that they were in a partnership and it was heart wrenching for her. If she were a man and that th th that was her wife, there would be no issue. But, um, uh, and she was, and, uh, she was checked into a hospital after an alleged prescription drug overdose, which turns out was also all a bunch of bullshit. A week later, she was arrested and charged with battery and criminal confinement. It was alleged that she staged the whole prescription drug overdose after being uh, beating her partner unconscious. Uh, and so now she's facing up to four years in prison. So that's another idiot. So anyway, there's several other ones on there as well. You can check them out at queerty.com. Uh, then also we have, of course, the, um, the uh, story about um, what's going on in... Um, and, um, well, Jason Collins has now signed his, his, uh, his contract with the Brooklyn Nets as the very first openly gay NBA player. Um, and that's great, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a really big fan of, of, of major sports or whatever, but, uh, I think that that's great. I mean, he's breaking ground, he's being open about it, et cetera. That's important to our community. Uh, but I don't think that, you know, just like he himself said, he just wants to be seen as another NBA player, not the first black, not the first black NBA player, which he's not, and not the first gay NBA player, which he is. He just wants to be seen as a good player. And I have to agree with him because, I mean, yes, you're gay, but he doesn't want to be like the poster child for all gay people in the NBA. But unfortunately, that's what he's going to be because he is now uh, <laughs> going to be seen that way. Uh, and then we have... Um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to talk about real quick? Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I wasn't really prepared tonight cause I wanted to talk about that, but where is it? La 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 la. Um, oh yeah. I can't talk about that right now. Uh, anyway. Um, so, oh, and then, <laughs> oh, this is, I thought this was funny. This year's Oscar statues, you know, they have the, the Oscar, the Oscar, you know, that you get when you win the Oscar. Um, in the past, he's always kind of had like a Ken doll, like penile region, but now, um, the new Oscar statue starting this year will have penises intact. Uh, so they will actually have penises on Oscar from now on. He's no longer going to be a eunuch. He's actually going to have a cock. <laughs> so that should be interesting. Uh, I don't really know why they're doing that though, because it's like, I mean, do you really need to have a penis on a, an award? I've never seen any award that had a penis on it unless it's for like a fucking porno movie or something. I think it's a little weird. I mean, they want to be like, you know, um, accurate. That's one thing, but I think it's unnecessary to change it. Stupid. Oh, and there's more thing I was talking about. And I was going to try to actually, I'm going to try to get them on the, on the show, by the way. Um, there's two actors from a movie that I love. I've talked about it before. I actually talked about it, ironically, a few weeks ago. I didn't realize it was the 15th anniversary of this movie uh, this week. But 
Um, it is uh, called Trick, and I talked about it before. Actually, Coco Peru, whom we're interviewing next week on the show on Sunday, is going. It was in this movie uh, 15 years ago as Coco Peru, as more of a vicious, uh, kind of a vicious, um, um, more vicious version of herself. But anyway, uh, the stars of the show are Kristen Campbell, whom is um, Nev Campbell's brother, a really adorable guy. And then there's um, also J.P. Pitok, who is uh, also in the movie. He's, uh, he's been in Six Feet Under, so I have a lot of things as well. Anyway, so they were in this, this film, and they were um, – it was kind of a groundbreaking film because it was about one of the first films dealing with romantic gay lead characters who were just trying to have a date and just be – it was more realistic about who they were as opposed to them being dying of AIDS or pining after some straight guy or something like all the movies in the eighties, almost all of them about gay people up into the mid nineties were like that. They're always just these tragic movies about gays and never about the reality of being gay. And so this is one of the first ones that dealt with just the reality of being gay. Anyway, it's an adorable movie. It's a very sweet movie as well. And they're in it. And, uh, and they they just celebrated the 15th anniversary of that movie. So I'm going to try to get them on the show, or at least one of them, if not both, um, because I'd love to talk to them about their experience doing that movie. They're actually talking possibly about coming out with a sequel to that movie. That movie, by the way, won at Sundance uh, Film Festival in 1999 or 2000, whenever it came out. So it's a really great film. You, and you definitely need to check it out if you are a homo who likes, you know, um, gay stuff. So um, I'm going to take a quick break, come back. We're going to wrap up the show. Uh, if you want to call in, number is 214-377-0481, or you can call in by using uh, Skype at, uh, at uh, Off Limits Show. Be right back.
All right, so we're back uh, to wrap up the show. Before I go, I wanted to read you this really short article. It literally, it's like four paragraphs long uh, about um, something I talk about on the show a lot. And I talk a lot of, on this show, specifically on Gay Mass, about um, the injustices towards gays around the world and homophobia around the world and how horrible it is in Russia and Uganda and Nigeria and other places. And I just thought this was an interesting article that you might uh, like to hear. Look around the world and it's all too easy to see homophobia gone wild. In Russia, vigilantes beat LGBT people in broad daylight with the blessing of a government laws <coughs> of government laws that forbid crimi- forbid criminalize gay propaganda and criminalized gay propaganda. Uganda President Yari Museveni is promising to sign a bill into law that would sentence gay people to lifetime imprisonment. Following passage of a law that makes homosexuality an offense punishable, punishable by 14 years in prison, Nigerian mobs have taken to beating gay men on the grounds that they are oh my god beating gay men on the grounds that they are cleansing the community and here in the u.s we have arizona governor jan brewer is considering signing a law that would allow people to discriminate at will against lgbt people on the grounds of religious liberty the bill is a response to a 2012 incident in which a court allowed a gay couple to sue a photographer who refused to shoot photos at their commitment ceremony Brewer hasn't indicated if she will sign the measure passed almost entirely by Republicans, but she has herself shown herself to be antagonistic to LGBT rights. She fought a court ruling that overturned the state's ban on domestic partnership benefits for Arizona employees and signed an anti-gay adoption bill into law. Perhaps Brewer aspires to become the Putin of the the Mesas. If so, she's not getting support from anyone outside of her party's right wing. Business leaders are aghast at the measure, and the Arizona Republic condemned it as a, quote, a do-it-yourself black eye to the would tag Arizona, that would tag Arizona as a champion of anti anachronistic views of sexual orientation, end quote. Of course, the religious right is behind the attacks on LGBT rights in Arizona and abroad. The Arizona bill is sponsored by the Center for Arizona Rights, which serves as a virtual arm of the conservative legislature. Like-minded right-wingers like Scott Lively have been sowing the seeds of hatred overseas for years. Will Brewer be willing to risk the reputation of her state? She already did once by supporting a law that allowed police to stop anyone that they thought might be an illegal immigrant. That's unfortunate thing about the right. Its hatred is rarely confined to a single group. This is very true. And unfortunately, it's as if the hatred towards the gay community is just getting out of hand. <clears throat> and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The reason for that is, in my opinion, is because as we slowly have begun or are actually gaining momentum in our fight towards rights in this country and the world in general at large, we are gaining ground. We are getting our rights. We're getting equality because it's the right thing to do and is being um, handed to us um, through, the, through the laws of the land. It's pissing people off. It's pissing off all the right people, in my opinion, all the people who hate gay people or think we're disgusting or wrong or whatever. And um, it's pissing off all the bigots out there. And that's a good thing, in my opinion that they are doing everything in their power to prevent us from obtaining our rights, even though deep down they know it's a losing battle. And if they don't know that they're, they're idiots and they're ignorant, um, the fact remains that these people 
are trying to make it as difficult as possible for us to reach our end game, which is equality. And I don't know what it's like to be on the wrong side of history. I don't know what it's right, what it's like because I've never been on the wrong side of history when it comes to these types of things. Um, people love to say that this is about freedom of speech or freedom of choice or whatever, and that every um, establishment should be able to choose whom they serve and who they don't. It's not a state's rights issue or, or not a business. It's a business issue or whatever. The reality is that if, as I've said before as well, if it weren't for activist, quote unquote, activist judges, as the rights always calling them, from making people do the right thing, then our country would still be in slavery and, <laughs> you know, and, and we would still have slavery. We'd still have no rights. Women would still have no rights to vote or the rights for equal wages in some places or the rights to smoke pot in certain um, places. I mean, there's certain things that you have to vote on and there's certain things that have to be um, done through legislation as well as the judicial branch of the government, because if it's not done, then no one will do it. And uh, I am on the right side of history because I am for equality. I am for love. I am for harmony. I am for trying to get everyone to have the same equal rights and to start off at the same footing. There's nothing wrong with that. And I don't ever understand how wanting what's right, what's good for the country, the world could ever be wrong. Now, I know conservatives will say, well, what I want is what the Bible says or what I believe is right because traditional family values, blah, blah, blah. Well, you're basing your beliefs on what? A book and you're basing your beliefs on religion. Religion has no place in civilized society's law. It never has. It never will. And in this world that we live in today, in this country specifically, it has absolutely no place in law. None. So you can believe whatever you want to believe religiously, but that doesn't change what is and isn't right for the masses and what is and isn't a civil right and a human right. You can't take that away from us. You never will, you motherfuckers. Okay, everybody have a great night, and you have a gay old time. Good night. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yeah, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's one 844 300 leaf.